We go. I think we're recording. This is No Laugh Track Podcast, episode 136. I think we're recording. That's a good way to start out. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Well, Confidence. then, let's, uh, if we're not recording, then uh, I feel free. Everyone loves my confidence. It's my most appealing quality. I think we're recording. <laughs> my name's Justin Steverson. I, I get, I'm lucky enough to host this thing. My guest, oh, I should say thank you to Circle of Heat for letting us play their music there, as always. always. Check them out on Twitter and fa- Facebook, all that stuff. Check us out there in those same places. iTunes, leave a review, please. Back for a third time, because I can't keep him away. He wants to be here more than anything. Mike Lucas. You complete me. You complete me, Justin. This is a... Uh, <laughs> This is a, a, nece- a necessity in my year, mm-hmm. and we're just starting out. It's only February, but I feel like uh, I'm getting my smack early. To uh, refresh people's memories, uh, n- not that anyone really needs this because they're so in tune. <laughs> yeah, you better do that. You so in tune that. with uh, f- your former appearances here on this podcast. It was episode 45. Right. Was yep. your first time here? A lot that of you are probably saying that as we say it. Uh, yeah. You know. Oh, wasn't he on 45? <laughs> 45. Uh, that was in April of 2013. Wow. I know, right? And then episode 77 yep. was also Mike Lucas. I remember 77 was a good one. I remember it was divisible by uh, 10 and 11. See? Look at that. And uh, that was in December of 2013. So it's been over yeah. a year since you've been here. 2014 was a podcastless uh, year for me. I, I actually went on a uh, – I, I just – I said I'm not going to do podcasts this year. And uh, you you kind of fell in the in the you know in line for that. But I, I – you know, but I'm back. This year I was like, you know what? It's, it's time to get back to those guys. And so by those guys, I meant you. <laughs> so I'm here. I'm here to I'm here to take it all. Well, I'm here to speak for myself and say that I appreciate that. Well, as somebody who's uh, being spoken to, I, I appreciate it as well. Thank you. I, as someone with ears that can hear, I say I uh, understood. That's right. And I and uh, let's see. The first time you were here doing the crash and burn thing, which is coming back uh, to Acme. Oh yeah. In the next couple months. I, oh I'm yeah. Sure. Check that out if you're uh, if you're listening and you like uh, if you if you're a fan of comedy. This is like the uh, the ultimate stand up week yeah people just come in and you have to do new material every day and by the end of the week you're just kind of off script and you're just doing brand new bits and it was really hard i uh i mean you know me i'm an improviser i'm not really a writer so i had to sit there and write stuff and it was uh but it was fun it was a really good time i wish it was amazing i wish i had the names i think they the uh the names are listed on the acme uh website of who the four Well, challenge your listeners to go and use your computer Mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity to use your skills yeah you already used that computer to get here Mm -hmm. so uh you know you're halfway home baby do it you know what to do and by baby i don't mean you know that you're uh, immature i just mean you know you're you're uh you're a dude i could say dude like baby Hey, baby. Baby. I, uh, so let's see. Like I said, it's been over a year. You were here last night. Where should we start? How, how was the show last night? The show last night, it was great. It was, uh, uh, we actually are lucky enough to have Pete Lee come yes. in. Uh, uh, normally a headliner here. And uh-huh. he, he's working on, he's trying to get another uh, Comedy Central half hour spot. Mm. Um, so um, he came in to record. He, he's got all this amazing equipment. He's got, I mean, not, on top of his, uh, you know, his comedy. But he's just geared up with a HD oh, camera, really? and he's got the lavalier mic, and he's, he was just, you know, he, we were talking, and he's going through the whole thing, and he obviously knows what he's doing. He's recorded himself before, and so he, uh, he uh, and then uh, uh, Greg uh, Coleman is uh, opening yeah. up. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, um, just a, a, a sick man. He's, a, he's awesome. He had a really funny tweet I saw last week. It was, uh, it was hashtag Black Laughs Matter. <laughs> Black Laughs Matter. <laughs> they do, too, because uh, I think... It, um, 
Uh, well, anyways, and then uh, their headliner was me. And, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. And it was it's funny because I haven't been on stage. Uh, well, I was on stage on Saturday um, doing a couple of shows, uh, but before that, I was off for a month because we just we just moved down to uh, Dallas. Okay. And, um, and I've just been kind of getting used to the area and getting you know kind of set up and so i just took a little time off and so it was funny like kind of busting the rust off and the crowd it was about 90 people 100 people here and so it wasn't a huge you know sold out show so it was nice to just riff and talk to the people and and uh, we found out a lot about uh, at least the first two rows so they <laughs> were nice. they were nice yeah they were they were, and they were facing me uh they you know that's so, good yeah they, they well this this club is amazing they, they have all the chairs if you look even now while it's empty all the chairs are facing the stage. I can so imagine the faces. You'd have to really, really make a choice to, to not see this, the show. You'd have to either sit behind a pillar or turn the chair around. You know, we, we've talked. No one did, by the way. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no one moved it right behind a nope. pillar? Nope. For, for what I could see, no. Uh, and when I got off the stage, I checked immediately, which is what I always do. I checked behind the pillars to make sure that nobody was lost in the shuffle. And, and, and people were, and they knew when to leave, too. They knew the show was over. When I was know. a kid, my uh, uh, for my birthday a couple of years in a row, I was... My dad would buy tickets to a Minnesota Golden Gopher, Golden Gopher basketball game <laughs> at Williams Arena. Is that how it's pronounced, or is that how the announcer says it? That's how the Golden Gopher. Says. Yeah, that's how the announcer. Says I love it. it. And uh, he would take me to Gopher uh, basketball games at Williams Arena, and for years I thought I didn't know. I would see the ticket, and it said obstructed view. I thought that was just uh, something that was on all the tickets, but right. no, it was because he would buy the cheapest <laughs> leftover. Yeah, and, and now when you when you look back at it, it's one of the most fond memories of your dad. To, you know to, that to he was uh, that was that defined his character. <laughs> he was he was obstructed. To this day, it does. <laughs> He's still obstructed in his view. <laughs> dad, you're obstructing my view. No, just cutting corners. Yeah, good yeah. for him. Yeah, whack. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's, since two thousand eight we've all been cutting corners. That's, let's be honest. <laughs> that's true. Seven years of it. That's very true. So uh, the last year, you said you hadn't worked in a month. What were you were you working a lot the previous year? What have you been doing? Yeah, I, well, what I was doing was uh, selling my soul to Carnival Cruise Line. Ah, yes. I, uh, I for like four years, I just kind of dedicated myself to making money and uh, working on the uh, high seas. Yeah. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say high seas because you're not allowed to have any weed at all on the ships. That's uh, they're very strict about that. Uh, they they even drug test you. Can you imagine drug testing comics? I no, mean, they don't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, yeah. Can you imagine me doing that job? You know. <laughs> but uh, I, what, I, ra- I random randomly or yeah was it random random no nope, nope random drug tests. You you're got, kidding? Yeah, and uh, and so you have a bunch of really angry comics that are <laughs> not at peace. You know. <laughs> And, and drinking way too much because they're making up for what right, they're not smoking. Right, right, right. i got to have something. And, oh I've, and I'm just speaking for myself. This is what I did, uh, you know. <laughs> and then finally uh, I got to the point where, like, they're having the comics do um, uh, boat drill, you know, where you're, you're, you're actually participating in the ship activities, like as if you're a crew member. And I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. I'm not a crew member. I'm not, you know, I'm, and, you know don't ask me where the stuff is. I, I don't know. I, I know where the food is if you need food, and I know where the comedy show is. And uh, we're not even allowed to gamble. You can't even gamble when you're on the ship, you know, really? as, a, as a worker. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I can understand that. Okay, but as drinking if, was okay. Drinking was okay. Actually, drinking was, was amazing. It was awesome. You could um, buy their duty-free liquor. So you were drinking at a, a, a cut rate. I mean, yeah. you, like I was buying eighteen dollars a crown, 
and uh, bringing most of them home and reselling them to my friends for twice that. And it was uh, <laughs> how I made most of my profit during that time period. Uh, I didn't have any CDs to sell, so I did what I could. You know, a you survive. I hear is you can get a good markup. You on get that cologne, uh, watches. Like this is a watch I have. The one I'm wearing now is a, is, is way above my pay grade. This watch. My mom <laughs> bought this for my dad via me. I, I you know for the 50th anniversary. It's kind of a gold watch. Yeah. It's just one of those Citizens Echo drives, and it's really it's a nice watch. It's like a $500 watch. Yeah, I have a Citizen you know. Echo drive. Not Aren't they great? Five hundred. One. Oh, I wouldn't either. I would. No. I would have like maybe a fifty dollar one. Yeah. And, you know, and I'd be. I'd be like that. I'm treating myself. Yeah. But my dad. This is. A, this is. A, you're talking about your dad. Uh, my dad is. This is a typical of him. He looked at it. Didn't even put it on. And his comment was, "That's too much watch." Mm. That's too much watch. Mm-hmm. Like what to for like <laughs> like like does it tell too much time? Is it, <laughs> but it, to him it was too big yeah. on his hand. And my dad, it's not like a girly guy who's got a tiny hand. I mean, he's got you know. I mean, he's a normal size guy, and and uh, he just he didn't want it. And my mom's like, but I just spent all the money. <laughs> and so as I was moving to Dallas, I had dinner with my parents, and they presented me with this watch. So in a, some weird way, I feel like I've got like some kind of uh, uh, you know my dad's watch as it's handed down. And but he never wore he never it. It was, just, it was too much watch. <laughs> So now every time I look at it, I just like, boy, for my dad, this is too much watch. But for me, it's just perfect. So, but well, the, the ships are they're, they're a fun. They're, the way they're doing the thing is really it's, it's a lot of fun. But the way they're ranking the comics now, um, I, you know, they they're really getting you know um, they're really getting specific on what they need for each each ship from each port. And I mean, you know, my comedy, I'm all over the place, yeah. and uh, and I, I, I'm you know, I was just like, I can't I can't fit into this meld you know meld into this. Um, this uh, format anymore? Were they doing the? Uh, were, you, were you working where they would do the you know clean shows? Yeah, you had to one? do you do five half hour shows. You do some clean shows, two clean shows, and, and three um, uh, our shows. And, and, and in that sense, it was really nice. But but you know, you doing a PG show now. All of a sudden, I'm a comic on stage in front of kids. I mean, I'm not. I mean, not talking like 15 year olds, 16 year olds. I'm talking like five year olds, six year olds, and the parents would like shove them up in the front row and either sit in the back, and then like they would leave. So now all what? of a sudden I'm like Camp Carnival. I'm oh, I'm no. I'm babysitting these no, 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 kids. No, no, yeah, no. and it just got it got to be where like you know what this is this a little bit ridiculous. And so did you ever take? I gotta ask. Did you ever take a break from like when noticing there's so many kids up front and just okay, come on. Like oh yeah oh you'd be like where are your parents like oh I, I, I come down oh yeah I, 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 I thought that was hilarious I didn't pull any punches but you know you just can't curse but you can do everything else and so I was just like you know but but you know I mean the, the only th- worst heckler uh, you know than a child is like I can't think of one I can't because you can't say anything to a kid because everyone else is like oh you're picking on a tiny guy yeah yeah. So it was just, you know, there's so many different things where you're just like, this is, you're really asking us to do a lot. Now, in, in you know, the, the money was great and the traveling, you know, was great, but I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old yeah. and, a, and a wife. And so, like, to be away as much as I was, it was, it was great for when it lasted, but at the end of last year, I kind of just, I just, you know, I, I hung up my cleats. That's it, huh? Yeah, so now I'm trying to get back into the clubs. If there's any club owners or bookers listening, uh, I'm back in the game now. I, I've, I've, uh, it's been great because Acme is one of the ones I definitely wanted to get back into um, since, you know, uh, since uh, not doing the clubs at all. Right. And I've been to the Zanies in Chicago. I've been to the uh, Funny Bone in St. Louis. I've been to Go Bananas in Cincinnati. So I've had this, like, tour in the last, um, like, uh, three months of these really awesome clubs. Oh, cool. So now I don't know what I'm going to do for the next three months. I'm just going to have to work the crappy ones and, <laughs> and just wait for my turn to come up again because we usually work about once a year at these clubs. Yeah, right. Is that what you were doing five years ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was doing that. I mean, five years ago, uh, I remember... Well, 
actually it was in Cleveland, but we went to Cleveland. I, I probably talked about this last podcast, but you know, I'll just uh, refresh. Sure. Uh, in 2008, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the country went to hell. Um, yes. that financially, we just took a big uh, we we just took a big dive into dung. And my wife and I were out in L.A. and we had these you know great shows going on. We had a lot of stuff happening and making some money and you know some potential stuff around the corner and everything dropped out we yeah. just lost all of our gigs yeah. and then my wife was like you know what um i think i'm pregnant and my wife was pregnant with my daughter and we were like screw this I, i'm not raising my daughter in right. la you know with, especially with no gigs you know she, you know it's, uh, it's one thing to be homeless another thing to be a family that's homeless it's just it's sad everyone is you know they'll, they'll give you more money at the stop signs you know when you stand there oh yeah you have a it's kid. a sadder you, story Absolutely. well yeah you have the kid hold the you know the bucket and then you just have them weep you know their tears go into the car and it just <laughs> they have to give you at least a dollar uh-huh. so um so you know that was a good we made that living for about uh, six months we were making about well it would have been about a hundred grand um that for the year so it was tough to leave that it was like the golden handcuffs you know it was you love it but you, you just don't want to put your you know your infant through that so we went to back to cleveland fucking pride well you know what that's the problem it gets in a lot of our ways it was comics we just you know yeah. your, your pride and and your you know willingness to have your child not not beg <laughs> so now we, we we just decided it was not a great place so we went back to cleveland where i'm from yeah. and lived there for five years and then i kind of did this uh, you know this carnival cruise line stuff and i still did a couple of clubs here and there like obviously yeah, i came here, here and yeah, yeah. But I, I just did the my favorite clubs, and that was it. And uh, and so now I'm kind of like back doing just clubs, and and it's I mean it's awesome. I mean the difference between the show qualities as far as the, the audiences and the kind of comedy you can do, and and the places you can take the show, you can't even compare it. Yeah. you can't even compare it. Um, however, getting the gigs is just you know it's just you got to get back into the groove. Sure. You're you're, yeah, yeah. you have to be one of fifty favorite comics at that club, and and there's you know hundreds if not thousands of comics that are vying for that position. So why I moved to Dallas? Uh, wow, uh, are you in my head asking my wife the same question? Yeah. <laughs> why? Uh-huh. I don't know why. But my wife is from there, okay. so we uh, she she we knew we were going to stay in Cleveland for about five years, oh, okay. and then uh, we're going to give Dallas a chance for about five years, and then after that we're going to move to Colorado and smoke weed just all day, you know, with our uh, our kids that are old enough to know better. <laughs> right. You know, by that by that point they'll be what seven and, and ten, so you know, screw it. I mean, Fine. basically you can you can drive and you can get a job at seven and ten, so why not uh, live sure. on your own? Um, but uh, we're going to be down in Dallas, and, and that's where her family is. And so, yeah, but it's great because there's, you know, Dallas is a much bigger city than Cleveland. There's a lot of comedy clubs down there. Have you been working any yet? Uh, yeah, I've been actually. I've done the improvs down there, and um, I, I just, I just worked this great room. It was, a, it was a double tree. It's called Backdoor Comedy, and it's just a room that they've set up. It's been going on for like I don't know, twenty years, but oh. in different, you know, different places. It's sure. been uh, eight years at this one place, yeah, but yeah. I guess. Every uh, Friday and Saturday, they do two shows and they charge money for it. And these, you know, people come out, and it's a, and it's amazing. You know, it's amazing what how good of an audience uh, you can find when they pay to see the show. Right, <laughs> and that's one of the things I love about Acme is is you know Lewis has found a way to get the entertainment to a level where people aren't uh, sad or upset about paying to see a show. Yeah. People still will pay to come in and see the show. A lot of comedy clubs, that's not true. Right, they papered the rooms, and mm-hmm. people are. You know, they're, they're like force them to buy drinks. Yeah, and, and it's just it almost feels like a trick, like yeah. you're tricking them. Mm-hmm. When it's not a trick at all, you're giving them great entertainment, and it shouldn't be that way. You mm-hmm. don't go to a movie and go, "Hey, the movie's free, but you got to buy popcorn, overpriced popcorn, and overpriced soda." It doesn't work that way because no one would go to a, see a movie anymore. So, um, 
yeah, so so I'm hoping to slowly in Dallas, you know, uh, become like you know like kind of a local guy there and, and work like I did in Cleveland, right? Where I'd fill in and you know uh, yeah, yeah. like they do here. Like a lot of guys, like Pete Lee came in in middle mm-hmm. last night. He's not a middle, but you know it, right. it's great to have him in as a middle. It yeah. just made the show so solid. Okay. And uh, next, like next week, for example, Jake Johansson is the headliner. Sure. But not the beginning of the week, because I think he's got something else going so on. So someone locally. John DeBoer. Yeah. And, and who headlines here yeah. on his own. But he's local, so he gets to come in. They call that um, uh, a split week, where exactly. you, you, do, uh, you split as a headliner yeah. in the middle. And, or he might not even work as a middle. I don't know who's going to be uh, staying the whole week, but I know I did that a lot in Cleveland. Yeah. And boy, and I've done that with actually Jake Johansson. I, I uh, you know headlined the whatever it was, the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then he comes in on oh. the, you know, the big gun comes in for the weekend. <laughs> By the way, couldn't be a nicer guy. Jake Johansson awesome. is awesome, and uh, I don't know if he comes in and does the uh, podcast. He did it last time. Did yeah. he? Oh, I'll, I'll bet he does it again. He, yeah. He's just he loves this kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, uh, I, I really had a good time. He's one of my heroes from when I was starting out. So ah. you know, to work with someone like that, you're like, oh my god. Turns out he's just a normal guy. Totally. You know, wife, kids. Totally. You know, yeah, I was just gonna say I had great conversations about kids with him mm-hmm. last time. Yeah. So yeah, so so I'm hoping that Dallas was a good move. I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know we uh, you know my wife's starting to get back into work. She was a stay at home mom for the first five years you know of my uh, daughter's life and first uh, two and a half years of my son's life. So. She's dying to get back out. She's just like, you know, she, like like most moms, she's just like, I can't get me the fuck away from these kids. And the kids are like, get her the fuck away from us. And I'm like, where did you learn the word fuck? You're five. You know, so uh, it's it's we're all involved in the in the conversation. Uh, <laughs> we're all yelling and, and screaming and saying the word fuck. So it's nice. It's a. And so, so my wife is. She's trying out different jobs, and she, yeah, eventually she wants to get. But she's a performer also, and yeah. she's radio and. and We've uh, talked TV. about it. You guys did a show together. Yeah, we did. Point. Yeah, we, we did a radio show in uh, L.A. and uh, it was phen- phenomenal. It was a lot. That was like one of the f- most uh, fun shows I've ever done. Can you say funnest? It was the funnest show I've ever done. Uh, it, it was uh, called Cracking Up, yeah. and I think we talked about it mm-hmm. before. We would just bring improvisers and uh, other comics in, and we would basically take the weird news and pretend like it was real and yeah. as if we had um the money to to fly in the people that were in the news article like you know abducting pigeons and so yeah. we'd like well this guy's from the pigeon society and you know from from new hampshire and like, <laughs> like, like we had that kind of budget to fly him into right. la and they would be played by one of the improvisers and yeah. the comics and i would just you know would drill them with questions and it was really fun and, and the crowd would you know the would listeners was just like you know what what how would you do that how could you do that like how, you know it was it was like, kind of like phil henry-esque yeah. right right so. But uh, yeah, and uh, right any now, any chance like you do something like that again? Well, I know that uh, there's not enough talent in any particular city except LA to, to be able to because we weren't paying them, I mean, we were getting paid, but we didn't have enough money in the budget oh, to pay anybody. Sure. So it was kind of like you know, you maybe once a month you would come on the show, and uh, I would try to spread out the you know the talent so that you know nobody felt like they were being abused and, and used too much, but. Um, in Dallas, there might be enough talent to be able to do that. In Cleveland, there just wasn't. I didn't know enough people and, and to bring them in and to make it solid. And, and you know, as much money as, as I'm sure you know as podcasts make, uh-huh. uh, I'm sure you're ready to retire soon, um, like John Stewart. Uh, yeah, you're ready to you know after years of, of pulling in the you know the golden calf that, money yeah. that you get from podcasts. Yeah, he and All, I are planning our retirement parties. Oh, together. together you're doing yeah. that together. Mm-hmm. Good for yeah. you guys. Just Good for you. I know you guys. November, December. Yeah, peace pod. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a comic named Robert Hawkins is down in uh, in Dallas, and oh, we've, we've talked about uh, doing some kind of a podcasty thing. But his his stipulation was uh, that I would have to do most of the work. Oh, so <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is like working with my wife. Oh, nice this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, culture shock in Texas for you? Um, 
por qué? <laughs> Why would you ask that? <laughs> Do you speak a Spanish? Uh, I don't. I took uh, uh, my my Spanish uh, teacher in high school would be proud to hear this, but uh, I don't remember a damn thing. No. You know, it's 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 uh, one of those things you have to keep it active. And and you know, I lived in L.A., so you would have thought that I had kept it alive. But uh, I don't speak Spanish, but um, uh, a lot of people there do, yeah. and, and um, I'm sure I'll, I'll catch on to a little bit of it. You know, at least the parts where they're talking about me, right? You know, you know, Miguel. But when I hear that, I'm gonna be like, all right, I better learn whatever that means. That is a gringo. Gringo, yeah, <laughs> stinko. But uh, tall I, y bald. <laughs> y balde, I believe. I'm not. I'm not sure of the specific word for bald, but I think it's y balde. Y balde. De la balde. But uh, I, the culture shocks, I mean, uh, people there are a little bit more laid back, you know, even though it's a big city, everybody just kind of talks like this. But they drive, like, just as big a douches as every, everywhere else, you know, in a big city where everyone's just in a hurry to get places and you are in the way. And yeah. it's just, you know, either you're in the way or you're, everyone is in your way. Like, uh, what does George Carlin say? You know, uh, everyone's an ass. The, it's not you. or I can't remember <laughs> his bit, but uh, he's dead now. We can't really quote him. He's on the phone right now, actually. Oh, hey, George. How you doing, George? What's that one bit you did? Uh, I can't hear him. These mic- these, uh, these headphones are just off. <laughs> hey, uh, we were talking. I, I almost forgot. I wanted to update you on the weather here. In, uh, oh, right shit. now, as we're speaking, because you were t- when you got here. Mercy. I got here before you, and you were freezing when you the, walked The in. wind was, was smacking me in the face, calling me a bitch. It was like, bitch. And it, it was so cold. <laughs> I pulled up the old weather app. Oh, we just got an update. 16. Is it six? Okay, good. However. Uh-oh. Feels like oh yeah, what is that? It? Feels like negative one. Yeah, okay, good. Because I because I, I'm not. I mean, I'm from Cleveland, and so I'm used to the cold. Not you know, not Minnesota cold, but right. you know, but but cold enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just shocked when I walked out of the hotel today. I just was like, this is this is unacceptable. And I I called God and I said, <laughs> uh, Sir and or Ma'am. Let's stop this now. Enough and, of this. And uh, right then, a big gust came across me, which I took as a no. And <laughs> so I came inside. I, I, How about I, a sign? <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you for the sign. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Well, it's nice. Oh, Sixteen. I love. I love. Feels like. Mm-hmm. You know. Feels like. They should. They should use more descriptive terminology when they say. Feels like. Uh, hurts like. <laughs> yeah. Hurts like. Like your 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 the bottom of your dick is in uh, a, a cold storage. I don't know. That's that's probably not what you'd use. They'd probably use a better one than that. But uh, not many people can relate to that. <laughs> well, if you don't have a dick, especially. <laughs> I, Which, uh, by the way, uh, to the listeners, uh, if you if you get a chance, get one. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm married, so I haven't seen mine for years. But I'm just saying, you know, I remember. I have fond memories of my dick. <laughs> it was awesome. I got I got he and I would play together constantly. We would just have so much fun. Besties. So, we were total besties. <laughs> Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, you know, I think we've done it on every podcast we've done, but we have to do it again because, in the, like I said, you haven't been here in the last year, so i got to check on what you were doing. Oh, there's probably nothing. It just probably came up like, you know, just well, I just want to confirm that you, you did not uh, act in Footfuckers. Uh, act? No. No. No, I did not act Were you behind the, wind, behind the camera in Footfuckers? No, no. I, uh, uh, did I produce some Footfuckers stuff? Uh, sure. I mean, I know some people with some awesome-looking feet. Is there a Mike Lucas? That, I think there's a porno Mike Lucas. Yeah, Michael yeah. Lucas, the porn star. That yeah. yeah, but does he spell it with a C or a K? C. 
Yeah, because I think he's. I think it might be gay porn too. I think it oh, might be. Oh, um, it, it certainly is. It might be. Uh, yeah, because I remember some people uh, when I had a website. Uh, it was MikeLucas.com. People would go to MikeLucasWithAC.com, and it was this guy, this footfucker guy. I mean, I guess that's who, who he is. But <laughs> and they would go like, dude, like, and the guy's bald. Apparently, he's got a shaved head also. So oh. that didn't help in my denials. But it's not me. I think he's I'm from Europe or somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Uh, he's Russian, I believe. Russian. There you go. Russian, that's yeah. that's uh, Eastern Europe. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> So, so you don't know anything about Chris Cocker? Chris Crocker. Oh, Crocker, spelled like Cocker? Yeah, uh, Crocker's no. Raw Love. You don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, I, you, I mean, you can look up as many of those titles as possible, and I will laugh at each one of them because to me those are so funny. <laughs> and, it's, and it's hard to masturbate when you're laughing. That's I've just, I've, is a, is a, you know, just to the porno industry, just so you know. Whether you're with someone or not, there should not be any laughing. Usually there isn't when it... Well, I, Last time I got laid was in November, so I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm married. Again, I have to keep reiterating that uh, when you're married uh, and you have two young kids, I mean, you know, my wife is just, she's busy. Well, you're unpacking boxes. We're unpacking boxes as opposed to doing other things to them. So, uh, oh, ow, hey, that's my wife. Stop that. Owie. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. D- d- just don't set me up for one of those again. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. She doesn't listen to this podcast anyways. No. I'm, but I, I'll find out if she is. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll get that phone call. Hey. <laughs> the hell is that supposed to mean? Just you checking. think it's so hard to fuck when you're knee deep in the kids? Okay, hon, hon, hon. You're staying home. Yeah, and that's just my record. That's the recording that she leaves. You know? <laughs> I don't even answer. I just screen the calls now. <laughs> oh, well, uh... But maybe you should be careful about how you answer this. Okay, I'll be very Today careful. Today is the day. This is Wednesday. People are listening to it. Who knows when? Maybe today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe in 2016. I'm not sure. Yeah. But today, the day we're recording, there is a huge Powerball jackpot. $450 million. Oh. I, I, all I can hope is that my mom has bought her tickets. She always buys tickets, even if they're other states, other countries. She, My mom will like find somebody, you know, like, are you Lithuanian? There's a Lithuanian Powerball going, oh, and yes. I need... You know, I, I here's fifty dollars. Just buy and buy yourself a ticket. I don't want you know, but make sure you separate the two because I don't. If I win, I don't want you. You know, you Lugans part of my my payout. Um, wow, that's a lot of money. I uh, I don't play the I don't play the lottery because um, I'm a comic. I'm already gambling every time I step on stage. There you go. I don't need I don't Good. need that extra bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But I would love to win four hundred fifty million dollars. I can't even fathom what that would feel like. And it, you know, you get the people like, yeah, but after taxes, well, fuck you. If after taxes, it's still way more than you'll ever make. Right, so. Right, right. Call would, whatever you want. I would take it. I'll take it two twenty five. I'll take fifty mm-hmm. percent of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll be. I guarantee you, Justin. It'll be an old person that'll be dying in the next couple of years, and then their kids will be fighting over that money. That's who's going to win. There is a woman uh, in Minnesota who uh, she and her husband won some big Powerball in the last year. She's still waiting tables because she loves it. Yeah. Oh fuck her. Yeah. But uh, you know what? It just changed your attitude as a waitress. <laughs> when you right? have four hundred fifty million dollars in the bank, yeah. this is cold. Yeah, so is my tit. Fuck you. <laughs> and if the, if your boss complains, I ah, fuck. I'll buy this restaurant. Shut exactly. up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> she won't quit. And we can't fire her. <laughs> she's the richest waitress we've ever had, and she's a bitch. <laughs> she, I heard that. She keeps threatening to buy the place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sell my place, but she'll push it. It'll be a hostile takeover, and I just can't afford that. 
I have to say, we uh, on the uh, morning show, we've, we talked to her on the phone. She's a very nice woman. I'm sure she is. But, I'm sure uh, she is. But yeah. it is hard to comprehend. I would be very nice, too, with, with a lot of millions yeah, of dollars. Yeah, it's hard to comprehend that someone would keep working. But you know what, though? I mean, like, that kind of job, I imagine, it seems like a hassle. So, like, you know, But like, I know like as a comic, I enjoy doing my shows. It's not work to me. I mean, traveling is work. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you don't do a lot of work, but it's just sitting around and sort of you know letting the, the uh, airline industry fuck you in the ass every five minutes while you're waiting to, you know, get on board a plane or get off a plane or get off the runway and all that shit that, you know, yeah. that happens when you travel. But, uh, so I can see that kind of, but waiting tables, I mean, you have to really love people because there's so many other people person jobs that you yeah. can have that are at least more tolerable. And, and what do you tip a millionaire? Like when you're sitting there, well, you know, you ha- I had soup and crackers and some, just some water. What do I have to tip you? 5,000%? Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. I don't have that kind of money. You do. I don't. <laughs> does she tip the people? Like, does yeah, she, like, thank you for letting me wait on you. Here you I, go. Dessert's on me. Yeah, I would yeah. want that. Give me some rice pudding at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. Her, her section should be the, the desserts on me but section. You, you, you hear that all the time, though, when people that win uh, stuff. I mean, you hear that, like, people going in and telling their boss to F off. But you also hear people that keep their job, which says a lot about, you know, people's work ethic and, yeah. and what they like to do. But yeah, very true. Personally, you know, I, I probably would take some time off. You'd take some time off? <laughs> I would take a little time what off. What would you buy? Uh, boy, I mean, I probably would, uh, first of all, pay the government what I owe them. That mm-hmm. would be, like, right off the bat yeah. in case they're listening. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I would I would probably buy um, I'd probably buy a nice house like, like a big house like something that involved like a room for each of us uh, that would be like geared towards whatever you like oh, so yeah. you know like whatever my wife like she likes chocolate so I'd buy her a chocolate room uh, my daughter you know likes animals so I'd buy her a zoo room okay and my son likes beating the shit out of stuff so I would just buy him a beating the shit out of stuff room like you know just cars and trucks and things that he can just just hammer the crap out yeah. of and then you know there'd be a butler that comes in young Ian you've broken your front loader here's another one <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. I would give him ones that like are big enough where they look like real ones and he could operate them and for me I I, uh, I don't need much man I would just have like a like a, a porno pizza room <laughs> You know, just something that, you know, my, my favorite things would things be in there, into. you know, and it's just like, you know, I'm getting all saucy. Shut up. I'm paying you. <laughs> you know, <it's> a, <laughs> I don't like meat toppings. I don't like either. So take mine or whatever. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm sort of role playing what, what, what would happen in my room. And then at the end of the day, we'd all get together in, in our like wonderful big kitchen and, and talk about what we've done. Yeah. I beat the shit out of stuff. I saw a zebra. I ate chocolate. I, <laughs> I fucked a whore. <laughs> and ate anchovies. <laughs> or whatever. I'm just, again, I'm just uh, Wait, role that playing. was your voice at the end? That was mine, yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't mention that I would have surgery to uh, have my voice. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call that. Uh, I would have the, uh, the, uh, the timbre. Uh, heightened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. I don't even know if that's the right word. But I, I would, I would, uh, I would be able to sing falsetto. Okay. I was eating pizza. I was searching through some news stories this morning, and they uh, found a video. They imploded another casino hotel or whatever. In Those Vegas. are fantastic to watch. Yes! I actually, I've seen one live. Yes! I was working in Vegas uh, for Second City, and I saw—I can't remember what it was, but it was one. Of, it was in 2001, so whatever got blown up in 2001. But we could see it from uh, uh, where we were standing in a club. They did it at night. I guess they do it when there's not as many people around. Oh, okay. So we were up on this, like, I don't know, eighth floor, ninth floor of, uh, of this uh, building. They're not very high floors in, uh, in Vegas. No, no, you know, they don't build very big buildings. But, <laughs> but we were at the top in this club, and, and everyone was like, hey, they're going to blow it up now. And so we all kind of went out on the balcony. And sure enough, I mean, it was kind of far away, but you could see the whole thing. You know how it goes in the middle. Yeah. It's uh, not unlike 9-11, uh, those uh, buildings when they went down. 
They looked exactly like that. Exactly hmm. like that. Uh, and did you hear, I don't know, uh, speaking of news stories, uh, uh, supposedly the Russians, uh, Putin has some kind of video evidence that uh, 9-11 was an inside job that he's threatening to release. What? I read that on, on I think it was on Facebook. Uh, Putin, I'm, I'm friends with Putin. Oh, I'm sure. It's, uh, if it was on Facebook, it's 100% it's true. It's got to be 100% true. Yeah. So, but that, that was uh, the latest in the uh, in, inside job. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. So that's that, a new that, one. So, so keep, your, keep your ears to the ground. This is well, the I won't big news coming out. Yeah. I won't believe it until I hear Jesse Ventura's comments. On the conspiracy <laughs> theory master. So. It is true. Is he still a, a, a big figure here in uh, in, in Minnesota? Oh, I shouldn't even have brought his name up. He uh, he. No, I mean but that's only, a simple answer. You can you yeah. Can leave only it at that. that uh, the quick story is you know he sued the you know Chris Kyle American sniper. Oh, he his, did. I didn't hear that. Yes, for uh, and then has since then Chris Kyle of course uh, is dead. Was dead. Is was killed. He's yeah. dead. Uh, then went on to sue. Uh, Chris Kyle's widow for what? Yeah, because of something that was in his book about uh, he allegedly punched out uh, Jesse at a bar. Really? Oh, so yes. he put. And so Jesse's like, nobody punches me out. That never oh, happened. Man. That never happened. Yeah, I went to court and everything. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I, I gotta, I gotta read more Minnesota so that's where news. Jesse is. Oh yes. my gosh. Is yeah, he, uh, he sues. Uh, you know, dead uh, Marines widows. Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's just boy, that just doesn't even sound good when you say it, Justin. No, that sounds awful. No, that just sounds awful. like, you know, come on, man. Yeah, yeah so but uh, uh well, so I I'm guess sure when, he he hooks on to most he's a conspiracy guy, so Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's into that whole thing. So we'll see what we'll see what happens about that. I mean, there's always been those kind of things which I don't know. I mean, to mastermind that plot to to been in, inside job, you know, to blow up your own stuff. I mean, I know Hitler did that, in, you know, when when he was in in power in Germany year, years ago. I'm, I don't know, you're, you're probably too young for that, but uh, <laughs> years ago when I was a kid, and uh, you know, and now uh, they're saying that that's what happened. I don't know. That's that. I don't know. To me, that uh, kind of insults all the people that got hurt and injured and yeah, killed absolutely. in that situation. So I, I couldn't agree more. I, I just want to bring it back to uh, that. You need this implosion video that I watched. Well, yeah. Is, is I it, can I can I Google that? Yeah, yes. And you, it, I'm, when you brought up your kid liking to break things, yeah, it made me think of that. That's what Jer- his name is, Ian Michael. I prefer you not to talk to him like he's a Thank baby you. goat. You're right. Um, Jesus. Maybe you want to share that video with... Uh, Did Lucas just walk off off the hey, podcast? Hey, come back, come back. I'm oh, sorry. No, I love kids. I have two of my own. It's fine. Hey, and Michael. It's fine. I tried to do a sound effect thing as if I walked away and came back. So I don't know if it sounded like that, but I never walked away. I never did. He's, he's back. So my kid would like this video? I think so. I, well, if he likes breaking things oh, yeah. and watching things... I, I didn't think about that because we watch uh, uh, construction site videos and train videos. I don't know if you know this, but on YouTube, you can watch just people working on construction sites and you could, like, as if you're sitting there at a cross uh, a railroad crossing and watch trains pass by I they have these vid- I, don't, I didn't either my kid found out my two-year-old found out before i did hmm. that's a, yeah so uh I, I, can we watch this on youtube perhaps i bet i bet <sighs> what, who, what building is it it was uh it was i don't even remember the name of it, it yeah was one of their hotel casinos well and is it in vegas mm-hmm. it's in vegas mm-hmm. okay yeah. well that that's good enough clue there i'll just say vegas implosion um Again, I think uh, little Ian will really enjoy that. Thank you for calling him that. Like, <laughs> as, a, as a little goat, he appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, I, I have a uh, what do you want to call this? A pop quiz for you. I would call it a pop quiz. I think what you have is perfect. Okay. Oh, was that a rhetorical question? It might have been. Okay. 
This is about, okay, who do you think said this? Um, hmm, okay. Val- okay, Valentine's Day. This is my uh, setup here. Valentine's Day is coming up. And this person, this celebrity. Oh, celebrity, okay. This okay. movie star. Oh, oh, okay. We're getting... This comedy movie star. Oh, it's more specific. Says that uh, of he and his uh, fiance's relationship, he says, I feel like every day is Valentine's Day in oh, our relationship. For fuck's sake. I'll give her the gift of gab. That's what I'll give her this year. Just little talking points. And said, or maybe that I'm gonna. Maybe I'll just hop on Amazon on February 12th. Uh, Amazon Prime, that son of a gun, right to our doorstep. I'll probably get her a sewing machine. Whoa, uh, is his name? Uh, it's a Latin guy. That Latin uh, biggest dickus. That's his name. <laughs> I believe that's uh, the actor you're talking about. Um, this uh, can this, you get, really get away with that? This person here, honey. I bought you a sewing machine. Make me some pants. Well, I bet he was kidding because this person is an old friend of yours. Oh, an old friend of mine. Oh, boy. Um, Whose fiance is Olivia Wilde. Oh, Jason Sudeikis? Yes. Ah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I could see him saying that. I could see him saying that. And uh, with a wry smile. And uh, but, but, but when print, it looks like he's a dick. Right. Yeah. In print, Jason, poor Jason. In print, he always looks like a dick. But he's, he's a very nice guy. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's a hell of a fiance, it looks like. I'll, I'll, yeah. give him the, I'll give her the gift of gab. That sounds exactly like him. I was like, man, that's a really good gift. I have that. Yeah. It doesn't cost me a dime. I thought you'd like that. I thought you'd like that. That's phenomenal. He's out promoting some new movie. That he's yeah, he's doing really well. He's uh, boy, it's it's nothing better than seeing your old roommate just kicking ass and not bringing you along. <laughs> I'm like, I I didn't realize how weak his coattails are until I grabbed onto them and they ripped in my hands and and sort of uh, you know threadbare threadbare. <laughs> That's all I was left with was dust and <laughs> memories. Do you have any uh anything you want to say about old Brian Williams? Oh, I don't have anything specific, but I can certainly talk about his situation. Yeah. Um, I can easily see how... I, c- I know um, uh, there are many times in my storytelling that I exaggerate what happened for real. Mm-hmm. Like knowing Jason Sudeikis was like total uh, made up. No, that's not made up. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think, I think uh, for a news guy to bullshit people uh, about something that serious, I can't believe it didn't get turned up sooner. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, wasn't that... He was in the... Uh, the Gulf War is that when he what, yeah. this story supposedly mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. with his uh, his getting hit with a rocket. I mean, I he, he was like I misremembered bullshit. You didn't misremember. You tried to remember something that was better and cooler than what you went through because. I don't know. I like first of all, if you're in a helicopter, you remember because most of us never get in a helicopter. No. So then, if you're in a helicopter, it's a pretty important thing in your life. And then, if your helicopter gets shot down, you're like, hey. I remember that it yeah. really happened, but yeah. he, you know, like how how do you not re- how do you misremember that your helicopter didn't get shot down and it was another one? It just seems to me a real like like I have friends like that from high school that are you know you're just like shut up you pussy. So that's what I would say to Brian Williams: shut up you pussy. And don't you love that one? Because he's got a, a million real stories that he could probably tell. So why? Yeah, you, don't we just make up stories to embellish stories when we're trying to get laid? Yeah, he's already <laughs> got the wife and kid and <laughs> exactly. a job. And then, and then they're questioning every story he ever told. Like I know, like for uh, uh, Katrina, like, he was saying, like I looked outside and there's the bodies oh, were floating by. Floating like, by. There were no, there was no, no floating done where you were in French Quarter. There was no flooding there. So like, where, what, what was there? Like a small body in a tiny pond, or like, <laughs> what, what were you looking at? And then I thought there was at least one other story that he had told. Rescuing that, kittens. Was that what the... Yes. <laughs> <was> a, yeah. <laughs> now people are just being dicks to him. Like, you, know, you never rescued a kitten. You're not man enough to rescue a kitten. They have you claws. You don't kittens. <laughs> you don't kittens. You're anti-kitten. Everyone knows Williams is anti-kitten. <laughs> it's a story that... I, I, yeah, I, I think that um, 
when you're uh, like, to, to me, he's I, I I don't know if you like him, but I really like him. I mean, I think he's a great newsman. Mm-hmm. I think you know, I think he's one of those guys that you know you you want to listen to and all that. So I, there's no reason at all for him to bullshit. I don't know why he did it. I'd like to know why. I'd like to hear like after all the dust settles, the hell are you thinking? Right. You know what? Like what? You know, but no, I don't think anyone's going to know that except your his best friends and his wife, probably. You know, misremember is going to be like the phrase of the year, right? And it's only in February, yeah. you know, and you know, well, I think is it February? Or am I misremembering that? Uh, hey. I can't even say the word. Misremember? <laughs> Excuse me, misremember. Uh, I think you should have won the whole contest. <laughs> Miss November won, but misremember should have. <laughs> and she goes, "I did." Well, wait, I misremembered that. I didn't. All right, that bit's going way, way off skew, so let's just move on. Brian Williams is a kitten Be will. Yeah, be will. Be will land on his feet. Bewildering. He'll land on his feet. Yeah, he will. He's, he's, a, he's a solid guy, I, I think, except for his bullshitting about war stories. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, then if that, then, then fire every grandfather who ever was in a war, you know, because they true. all bullshit their yeah, stories, right. too. It's just, right. He did it on national television. So dumb. My, uh, uh, my fiancé, uh, my fiancé Ashley, my lovely Ashley last oh. night, was asking me, what, what she's like, what's the big deal? Why, what is this Brian Williams thing? And I, I, oh, yeah. And I explained to her, uh, and I... I wonder if you agree with this, that at one point these, uh, when, you know, media uh, wasn't everywhere, we didn't have our phones and the computers, that like, that was really the only place people got their news. True. Was the, you know, the evening news. The three like, stations, yeah, yeah, the three channels. Walter Cronkite was yeah. like the most trusted man. Oh, that's in, the way it is. Yeah, he was Tuesday. the most trusted man in, in America, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and uh, because uh, back then, you know, the news was like through his lips, and so it, what he said was golden. And if he he wouldn't, I mean, he took that responsibility yeah. very seriously. Um, now they just kind of they just shit out the news, and then you know, Fox News is like you know, it's such a sort of ridiculous bullshit that comes out of there. Remember when the phrase, uh, yeah, uh, remember when the phrase like breaking news meant some meant something? Right now, it's just breaking news. If you meaning- follow some of those uh, places on Twitter. You'll get a breaking news tweet every ten minutes. Right. It's like it's just so you know, just because it's news that came up that we haven't heard yet, it's not necessarily breaking news. Breaking means like it's fantastic yeah. and holy shit, this yeah. just happened. Uh-huh. You know, breaking news. There's a war coming out. Breaking news. A very famous person just got killed. That's not <laughs> breaking news. Frogs are now allergic to yeah, exactly. peppermint. Uh-huh. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if they are. Oh. I've not. Uh, I've been a long time since I fed a frog. If, if I see that tweet, I will retweet it and call it breaking news. Bullshit! Breaking news! Bullshit! Hey, you brought up early, you brought up uh, all the uh, lovely potheads in Colorado. Yes. God and they also, them. did you know that they also legalized in Alaska recently? Uh, you know what? I've been to Alaska and smoked their thunderfuck, and I just assumed it was legal up there. Because, <laughs> like, who's going to bust you? They don't even have enough people to bust you, you know? <laughs> Well, the cops are going to take a plane and then a helicopter and then uh, a dog sled to get you. So you might want to run now because you only have 16 hours to get away. <laughs> but uh, thank God. I mean, I mean, it really is ridiculous. Run away all the way to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's uh, just the hop, skip, and a jump exactly. from what I've hear, heard. I don't th- know why we haven't done this already. Every single state. It just seems absolutely ridiculous that we are still living with this fallacy that somehow pot is uh, evil or, or, or whatever. I don't understand it. I, I, I think that uh, we'll look back at this and laugh at our, ourselves uh, eventually like we do in, you know, about the 1930s, you know, about making alcohol illegal right. where you're like, what What were we thinking? Like, yeah. like people are just going to do it anyway. So, you know, you're just taking it out of the hands of the government and putting it into the hands of these like 20 year old criminals. You'll love this. You'll love what I have here. This is from uh, a, a website in Alaska. 
Okay. They're doing a thing. They have the web in Alaska? <laughs> All right, that's they good do. To know. Good to know. Things, things of, uh, yeah. That one, guy, that one guy's computer comes on? <laughs> 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 Line's frozen. We don't have any access today. Um, this is called... Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of this to you. For the inaugural in- in- installment of Highly Informed... Wink, ah, wink, wink, highly wink. H-I-G-H. Our new regular feature that seeks to answer your questions about legal cannabis in Alaska. Uh, our host asks a few uh, related questions about secondhand smoke. Ah. So these are people that sent in letters to this, you know, newspaper oh, for God's expert. Sake. All right. So uh, you'll love this question. This is the question that was posed to her. What happens if I walk down the street and walk through ah. someone's smoke, and then I have a reaction and, heaven forbid, hurt someone? Ah. Who is responsible? Uh, you for being a dumbass. Like what? Like what? Who? What does that even mean? What pothead has ever hurt anybody based on pot? Right. That, you know. I mean, ever, ever. That's what people don't realize. People that say this shit have never gotten high. That's what it bothers me. I think yeah. the most because most people have have something to drink and maybe didn't have a good experience. And and you know, alcohol can be considered poison, and sure. but yet it's legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, cigarettes poison but yet they're legal and then pot is just even the smoke is i mean fuck i I don't know what to even answer that because it it, it makes me more angry than it does make me laugh it just makes me think these are the kind of this is kind of stupid shit that's going to come up and it's going to we're going to have to like every single time this shit comes up we're going to have to go no 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 the funny thing is as from the first time i read that question uh is I thought the question was going to end if I walk through someone's smoke, will I then will it affect me? Right. Will I get high? Right. No, no. It's and I have a reaction. Heaven forbid, will I hurt someone? Uh, I would just say no, and then move on. No, you won't. It, it's not going to happen. You're fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, you, there's more. I mean, I've walked through more secondhand smoke walking into buildings here. You know, uh, in in our country, you know, where people are smoking cigarettes too close to the door. Sure. Yeah. I just hold my breath and walk through. If yeah. you see, you know, if if it's legal. It's going to be treated like like alcohol and cigarettes, where you're only allowed to do it in certain places, and if you don't, people will get in trouble for it. And that's, you know, if you're young, you can't buy it. It's, it's the same fucking thing. I don't understand it. And every, every, every state might have that terrible problem that Colorado has right now, where they have so much money, they have to give some of it back. <laughs> You've heard that, right? Yeah. They made so much money that they're like, it goes beyond what we said was legal for us to take from our citizens. So we have to... So just like as Alaska gets oil money, Coloradoans are getting pot money yeah i mean tell me that that wouldn't change your mind if you're not a non-smoker you know i think that would convince my i don't think i don't think I your mind needs back. to be changed i think you're probably pretty open to the idea <laughs> yeah, that certainly. but I, I guarantee you we are going to look back at this time period and we're just going to laugh our asses off because it'll be funny then it's not funny now if you're a smoker and, and you or you're you're in jail because you had some weed i mean that you know yeah it's not. Uh, it's not funny until you know. It's all. All the smoke is cleared. But uh, well, well see. Uh, let's be clear. You're not a doctor because actually, I'm not a doctor. It's the complete opposite. It says here that it will kill you and everyone that you come in contact. <laughs> it doesn't say. that. I was going to say, uh, what doc- doctor? Fucking who? Who's? Who's? <laughs> it does not say that. Doctor Feelbad. The the, the uh, second question that I uh, let's see. Wait. It's uh Oh by the way, speaking of pot, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have any, just for fuck's sake, come by this the the studio here. I know this is not live, it doesn't matter. I'll be here. I'll be at the uh at the club. But it'll um, be easy to find. Wait, 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 like where does Minnesota uh fit into the pot scene? Like have you guys tried to do it and it's got turned down at, at you know at the polls or like has anyone Uh it is it's happening now, but it is the people that will have access to it are only people it's not even for people with chronic pain. It's with 
oh, certain maybe cancer right. or something. Which, but it's, they, they will not be allowed to have anything smokable or edible. It will only be a pill all right. or like blah, a Blah, blah, blah. That, see, that's such or bullshit. Some fucking thing. That's such bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah. like, like uh, the whole, I, I mean, and, and, and I know uh, like the medicinal uses of pot, uh, marijuana or whatever you want to, but, but I, I, they're they're real. I mean, I, like people have sworn that it's helped them with pain. And, and I, to me, if you're in pain, a chronic pain, if you're a cancer victim, you know, I mean, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Hell yeah. You know, but um, like the idea that we are trying to legalize it, like trying to sneak it in the back door saying, oh, well, it's good for people who are sick. No, it should be just, it's my choice to smoke whatever I want to smoke. And if it's my house, fuck you, stay out of my house. I'm going to do what I got to do. That's the reason why it should be legal. And then on top of that, it benefits people who are in pain and all that kind of stuff. That's like like a gravy. That's like, you know, but, but it should just be our right to do whatever we want. Uh, is with a with a substance like that. It seems to me that this it's just a way, like the way Minnesota is doing it, it's just a way to like uh, kind of sneak it behind. Which I think, and unfortunately, that's the that's the position we're in. We're having to sneak it in yeah. the back door, baby steps, and I don't think we should be in that position. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, and again, if we were talking about heroin, even cocaine. Where it's proven that there's no real, you know, uh, it, it's dangerous uh, for you and for society, then, then you know, okay, then you need to control that a little bit more. But even that, I'm like, fuck, if you want to do, if you want to do smack, go ahead. Yeah. You know, I've never done it, but, but you know, I don't care if you do it as long as you don't rob me. And that's what why people are robbing people who are on heroin is because it's illegal, yeah. and you need it's like the money and the way to get it. And yeah. it's just, it, I don't see why we can't see that. That, and I'm not a. You know, I spoke. I'm not like uh, the, who's a comic that uh, that. Uh, um, oh, like Doug Benson. Uh, Benson. Like I'm not like uh, Doug Benson understands all the issues, and he he's spoken about it quite a bit. And I, I'm I'm not. I don't have that kind of knowledge behind me. I'm just a stoner that is like, come on, right. man. Is, is, I want to be able to walk down the street and go, hey, I want to buy a, a six pack of weed. Let, yeah. let me do it. Yeah. You know, but. Apparently, all the states around uh, Colorado were very upset that it's coming across their borders. Oh, they their borders. Now they have borders? Yeah, oh, <laughs> the borders. Oh, my God. Well, well I, like I said, you, when I do this podcast in 2020, we'll look at this and we'll laugh. It was like, remember five years ago how, how, much, how dicks we were about pot? Probably. Probably. Speaking of dicks, <laughs> let's pull them out. <laughs> what do you mean? I've already I've had a bite out this whole time. But I'm not looking. Oh. So I don't uh, this is a thing I I, lo- I I want to mention to you. Warren Sapp. Are you, I don't remember. Are you a sports fan? I am a sports fan, but yeah. I don't know the Warren Sapp. Uh, oh, you know uh, who that? I know who Warren Sapp is, is, but I don't know who the what the story is. Is there is there a, a news story that's come out? Well, uh, let's see. Super Bowl was what a week and a half, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Whatever. Great, it was. great game by great, the way. Great, fantastic game. I agree. Unless you're a one of the Hawks fan. Really, one of the best ones. It was it's in a long time. Like yeah. usually, it's been like an upset. And uh, uh, and it's kind of been a boring. Like the second half has been awful to watch. This was like fantastic. It was really good. So he was in town uh, uh, in Arizona to do. He worked at the. He worked for the NFL Network and has since been fired because he got caught with a prostitute. Oh really? Yeah. So now it's coming. Is that out. illegal now to 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 hook? Can you, you can't hook. <laughs> Not in Minnesota. No. Oh no. Shut up! It is right. Of course yeah. it is. Okay, I was like, I'm like, what? I've been here for like two days now, and I didn't know this. Somebody has to tell. This should be on the uh, the the opening document that you get when you like you're you're working at Acme. Don't forget, you can get hookers. Yeah. And free food and, and booze. We couldn't get Lucas to show up to any of his media this week. <laughs> mother. Yeah, or, or you just see my head coming through these curtains while there's somebody down below. The, uh... 
behind the screen. If these curtains are a rockin'. <laughs> yeah, my comedy is not. That's right. Uh, wow. So so he uh, so he's been fired, but since then now. So so wait, let me get this straight. Warren Sapp has to pay for booty. Which is actually impressive that he has any money because he <laughs> yeah, no he filed for bankruptcy a few years ago. I remember that. I and, remember uh, that. I, I saw. I remember seeing a picture on TMZ of him. He was selling his uh, you know uh, extensive oh, athletic so shoe sad. collection because he had to you know make ends. What happens when you're because because I know like like a lot of those guys they're not like multi billionaires or whatever. But you, I'm sure like although I have to say as a comic. You know, you make a, you know some good money. You're headlining. You're you know you're working for years, and you're just working every week, and you're like supposedly saving all this money. And people assume that you're like well off or taken care of at least. You yeah. know, and it's not even close to that. I'm like shit. I don't have any of my money from any TV shows I've done or anything. Look, it's gone. It's spent. So I imagine it's the same with him. He's like, well, you know, yeah, it was a lot of money, but you know, so is cocaine and uh, <laughs> and uh, women. But you always fly at first class, right? Actually, I, quite a bit, though, because I have uh, status on the oh, planes. That was the other good thing about working for Carnival is you flew a lot, so you would get status oh, on all the airlines. And nice. so you would like get you get these bump-ups, and, and uh, you'd be like that loser in first class that didn't really belong there. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I want some more peanuts. Give me another Bloody Mary. And, you know, uh, sir. Towel. <laughs> sir, at 6 a.m. Yeah, let's fucking party. <laughs> towel, towel me, bitch. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, you don't. Uh, no, you shouldn't call people bitch, no matter what, you know. But uh, but and that guy was pissed. I remember that that steward was pissed. <laughs> he was uh, he was like, I'm not a bitch. And here's your towel. And here's your towel. <laughs> and it's just not steamy enough. So yeah. Warren Sapp. So since he's been uh, he got busted with the uh, with the lady of the evening, and then <laughs> he, um, he got fired from the NFL Network. Now people are coming out of the woodwork saying, you know, okay, now that we don't work with this guy, what a fucking asshole. Oh, really? Like, he's, he, is he a, personally, he's a douchebag? Apparently, he had, there was something called the SAP disclaimer. Oh, boy. When, uh, if you worked around him, you weren't oh, supposed to look him in the eyes. Oh, boy. Uh, you could introduce yourself, but do not try to befriend him. <laughs> and you can call him Warren, but never call him SAP. <laughs> Those are actually pretty basic rules. I mean, except for the look you in the eye thing, that's bullshit, right? I mean, I mean, like, how would he get hypnotized? <laughs> what, I mean, you're right, right away, you're, you're putting that the hypnosis at a complete disadvantage. Yeah, Warren. What if? What if? I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I think Sap's being a dick. Yeah, I call him Sap. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> don't call him Sap. I love that. What's your last name? Sapper. So you don't have, but just to, you don't have any. Uh, oh, of course I do. You've never got. They my, didn't tell. See, they didn't tell see, me. Well, I could I tell. Was naive. Yeah. Naive. Uh, first of all, uh, you got to wear pants if you're going to be around me. You have to wear pants. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying like like pantsless. I'm just saying like no kilts. I don't want. I don't want to see that. I don't need to see your legs. Fair enough. Um, uh, women can wear whatever they want. That's okay. fine. I'm just saying if you're a guy. Uh, what are some of my other rules? Uh, uh, never offer me milk. I don't like milk. I, I, it, uh, it gets in my throat. I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm just intolerant of milk. <laughs> I don't like it. It's uh, uh, 2%, 1%. It doesn't matter. I don't like it. And, uh, oh, and I think why is because my kids waste so much of it. I, I, every morning I, 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 I go into their bedroom and I see their little sippy cups and they're still don't half full of goddamn started. milk. Oh, right? I mean, like, and I put it back in the fridge and my wife gets mad at me. Is this from last night? So this do is- I. <laughs> You? That's awesome. I'm like, well, fuck, this is like, this is like four ounces of milk. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're going through gallons of this shit. And it's like, it's, it's, it drives me crazy to the point where I have like, find they get water at night. They get water. I don't like water. I don't like water either, but you're wasting milk. It drives me crazy. So, the, so the milk, milk thing is definite. Yeah, if yeah. you're a kid and you're in my world, it's fucking no milk, you no. know. And uh, what else do I, I insist on? Uh, nachos, you know. I li- I'm a big fan of nachos, and uh, and you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be around me, I'd, I'd appreciate you if you bring some. 
So fair that's, enough. That's all I got. Then that's, some pot as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. Yeah, I thought we already went over that one. Yeah. Yeah. And and so far everyone's been a real dick about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all being real dicks. <laughs> pot thing. Huh? <laughs> that's that's that would be my argument in the uh in the Alaskan uh, uh situation. You guys you being real dicks about this pot thing. That's that sounds like a stoner talking anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are being real dick. <laughs> real downers, man. Real downers. Well, what do you think? Is there anything else we should talk about or that we should uh, mention in your in your uh career here? Yeah, I mean uh whatever's on your mind, anything else? Nothing nothing that I can think of. I, I'm uh I'm uh you know, so far I've just been, a, you know, a happy dad. I've been a, a, a fairly happy husband. It's mm-hmm. very difficult, as you know. I mean, it's just not. It's not easy to be in. Well, your fiance, so you get, you know, you're, you're getting there. You're close. When are you closing the deal? Uh, we're gonna get married in October. Oh no shit! Huh? Yeah, huh. I was. Uh, yep. Because I remember last the two years ago, were you guys even together then, or was you? Uh, Would you have dating, been yeah. dating, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, so I had a, uh, I had a very. So you kind of threw out fiance as if everyone knows, and maybe the listeners do, but I didn't know. So you, you know, you're news throwing... to you, yeah. Yeah. So congratulations that happened on that. On, uh, yeah, that happened in last November, in November, on my birthday. So last November, uh, meaning like three, mo- four months ago, yes. whatever. Oh, okay. So like you get a, a year of engagement. Mm-hmm. That's a nice. Uh, see, I, I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's nice. And how long have you known this young lady? Uh, we met in the fall of 2011. Jesus, dude! Yeah. You, you see all this information you have at the yeah. tip of your fingers. As uh-huh. soon as you're married, you'll forget all of it. Yeah. Someone will ask you that question. You'll be like, I don't know, I don't know. Let me Google it. Um, she used to give me shit. Like we'd been dating for about a year, and then some something would come up. Like, uh, hey, I need your phone number for this thing I'm filling out. You don't know my phone number, right? Yeah, like, like, no, I don't I know. Don't, I, yeah, yeah. For a year. Speed dial one. That's who, what your phone number. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't you know. Or, or redial. Your, your number's redial. That's because exactly. that's all we do anymore. I, I couldn't even. T- I know my wife's phone number only because she's got a landline. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> in, a diff- you, in a different house. Yes, so. <laughs> exactly. Some of you kids listening are probably wondering what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'd say uh, come out to the Acme Comedy Club. Uh, we, we, it's a great shows this week. We're having a, a blast. If you're listening to this uh, post uh, Valentine's week. Oh, that one thing Lewis did ask me to um, to mention uh, on Friday night. He said uh, it'd be very funny if you uh, ask all the uh, the women in the audience what it feels like to be a mistress. Because <laughs> he was convinced that on Friday night is when you take out your mistress, and then Saturday is when you take. And I think I did a little bit of that last night, and it, to, to to like absolute silence. So I'm like, I'm not gonna even touch that on Friday. But I thought that was pretty funny. Lewis is like, you know, he'll he'll tank his own shows just to get his own little laugh. He loves it. So uh, have a happy Valentine's Day and, and uh, share your love. Share the gift of gab with whoever you love. I think <laughs> that's uh, or a sewing machine. <laughs> that's really funny. I already have a sewing machine. Do you? This will be the gab. Good for you, man. Good for you. I I uh, I've got a needle and thread, and I'm pretty good. I used to work at a tuck shop, so I know how to I know how to sew. Really? Yeah, I know how to sew. Um, I, I mean, really, you know, I really do have a sewing machine, but it, it it'll may never be taken out of the box. But oh well, can I have it for my wife? She'll she'll use it. It's a weird long story. I could tell you off, but uh, I but, ended up with. A brand new sewing machine. That's really cool. That's yeah. that doesn't happen often to guys. No, no, really. <laughs> Thankfully, that doesn't happen a lot to, yeah. to, to most people. I, I learned I learned the hard way. The hard way being getting a free uh, sewing machine from my girlfriend, now fiance's grandmother, oh, by nice. making a joke. By making Just a don't joke. joke around old people. That I he joke. You said you love sewing. I got you a sewing machine. Now where's my quilt? Exactly. Yeah, I could see. You, you I, tell you tell Justin that Grandma never forgets. <laughs> oh God, elephants and old people. Grandma hey. never forgets. Oh yeah, Grandma, God bless her. We love her. 
teasing. Yeah, I, I was just, uh, you know. Yeah, I used to have a, a great aunt where we'd, we'd go walk through a sh- like a mall or whatever and uh, shopping. It would usually be Sears. And, you know, as kids, you would realize, like, boy, if I just mention something, she'll buy it for me. Like, boy, that's a really look- good-looking coat there. <laughs> you like that? Oh, no, I'm just saying. Oh, I'll get it for you. Oh, I, didn't, I had no idea she was going to do that. <laughs> Cut to me in the coat. I'm so warm. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, that's, as I would say, come to see the comedy show, treat your loved one well, and abuse old people. That's what I, really what I'd like to leave on. That's perfect advice. <laughs> Mike, it's been great. Always. Yeah. Thank I'll you. see you next year. Please.